Get in! Why do you put the door in the door? Bit of a daft place to have a door, isn't it? Seems to have a surplus of doors right now. I'm not sure why. So this inside that box. It's bigger on the inside. I can see that. It's called a TARDIS. Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking about the first of the last Chibnall episodes of this, um, whatever season we're on now. Thirteen. Thirteen. Lucky Thirteen. Uh... It's going to be uh, Doctor Who in the Halloween Apocalypse. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. So before we go into this episode, I <laughs> uh, don't know what's going on for news, but we have uh, these episodes are going to air over the next six weeks. Uh, it's one big story. and uh, Called Flux. Flux. Very nice. Uh, any other news going on or anything with Doctor Who or anything? No, no not really. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into the review, I want to mention a couple of things. I, I um, recently saw a couple of trailers um, of movies I'm, I'm interested in. Um, the, I, I'm, I am interested in the, the Matrix trailer. I don't know if I mentioned that before, the new one. Some of these movies are coming out pretty quick. Um that one kind of snuck up on me. Uh, there's a new series of Cowboy Bebop on Netflix that I'm really interested in. That looks really cool. Kind of parallels the anime a little bit, but um, that trailer was released this week, and I'm looking forward to that a lot. That looks like it could be a lot of fun. Very stylized look to it. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. There's a lot of movies coming up this month in November that I want to see. Um, I guess the uh, next Ghostbusters movie comes out as well, so all of a sudden we're getting a lot of movies. Eternals is this week? Yeah. It doesn't get very good reviews. See, that one thing I don't understand is who's watching it? Cause Critics. Okay, they but how, how are they copies. able to watch it? They get advanced they get copies. Advanced copies. Okay. But on, uh, or sometimes they do screenings for yeah. the critics. Yeah, because on Rotten Tomatoes, it's getting a lot of reviews. Um, but in the past, people would would give bad marks to it even before they saw it. So that's what I thought was happening. But it doesn't necessarily look that good, in my opinion. It, it's well, it yeah. can't be any worse than Thor, too. Mm. I, I mean, it's I got Angelina it Jolie in it, and she just irritates the piss out of me. So yeah. Thor two is the worst MCU movie. So if it's worse than that, then that's pretty bad. Well, I haven't seen the Thor movies. Skip two. You don't need to see two. <laughs> that's the one with Christopher Eccleston in it. Ah. So speaking of bad, let's. Um, if we don't have anything else to talk about, um, let's talk about the Doctor Who episode. Um, Hopefully people were able to follow it. <laughs> There's a lot it going was, on. There was, there was a lot thrown at the wall, yeah. Um, my biggest complaint, I couldn't hear what they were saying over the music, music and and sound effects. I just, I, I was like, what? what? I, I almost asked you to turn on the closed captioning, but it was almost over. Yeah, and... and um, 
that might be partially my system's fault. I have it set up so that it works really well on movies and stuff like that. But I've noticed on some channels, especially BBC America, it just seems to not mix the audio that well. No, because I, 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 I was looking at Reddit and, and yeah. everybody was complaining about We've always had an issue with music with Doctor Who, even when the earlier episodes, they, the music was overpowering sometimes. And so maybe it sounds like um, that issue was still a problem. Just yeah. Like, yeah, and Murray Gold had that problem. It was like so loud and like yeah. in your face type. But now we have the, at the beginning, at the end there, was explosions and, mm. you know, the doctor was yelling and it just, you could it was hard to hear him. So. There's a lot of characters in this one. I know it's chapter one of a six-part story, but they threw a lot in on the first one. Just about every single TV show that's out there right now is a does this. They have parts, especially something like Umbrella Academy or The Nevers. But I've never been have this much stuff thrown at me in one hour uh, for something like that. It, it, it is very... It's almost two or three um, settings too much. Yeah. Um, like when we were watching the end, the last 30 seconds, and they were showing all the people, I totally forgot about the Victorian dude that we saw at the beginning of the episode yeah. that was digging whatever, the mind or whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about him. And I'm sure it all fits together. We're in Liverpool, and the guy's digging, and the guy's complaining because it's like there's no rhyme or reason to what you're doing. So obviously that has something to do with it. Mm -hmm. And Claire might be sent back to that time period. It kind of looked like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it did. Look, it also looked like she was somewhere very green. Like like she was like there were trees and grass behind her. Which I don't would know, it be I, Liverpool? Well, it could right. be parts of Liverpool, but not where that mining was going on. Yeah. I mean, in 1820 in Liverpool, it wasn't as like it wasn't like it is now. Liverpool yeah, was, was a very small. Okay, so city. It, was a, it was it was a coastal town, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. But uh, it still has parks and things. Yeah. Um, but it definitely was not Liverpool, even of like 1880, when it okay. when the after the Industrial Revolution. And then there's the guy, the girl that was going to go on the date with Dan. She's like in some house now with, with, with the, the sister, sister of Crystal Face Dude, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Do we know his name? I don't think so. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing we don't know. We don't know the name of the Victorian. I couldn't remember the name of the Victorian guy, or if they even mm. said it. The new house, stone house, something like that. I think is what he said. I can't even remember the name of the the girl that was supposed to meet Dan for drinks for Halloween. Yeah. Diane. Diane, yeah. A lot of characters. Um, and then the guy in the spaceship called Rose. I call him Dog Boy. Or... Um, no, no. Oh, yeah. The guy, the 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 black man in the, the spaceship. The outpost. In the outpost. Yeah. Monitoring the Monitoring. Uh, flux. I totally forgot about that. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Outpost Rose. Got to have Rose in it. <laughs> was that what it was called? Yeah. Outpost Rose or out, you know, search station. Oh, that must mean something, but no. Rose is coming back. No. Rose is going to come and save the day because she's, you know, bad wolf, whatever. <laughs> it, it, it was... I mean, you and I, we both, we saw Rose, we both went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just, it did, it felt like a, a couple too many things for a one-hour episode. Yeah. That... You know, I, I have a feeling this is going to 
wind up feeling like this should have been spread out maybe over eight episodes, you know, to make it, yeah. I don't know. Or I mean, it was very confusing. Maybe it is, and it's the six, we have these six stories, and then we have the, uh, the New Year's Day one and one more next year, and then they wrap up something else on when she regenerates. If they extend this flux that long, I'm going to... I'm going to forget half the stuff that's well, going yeah, on. I'm going to have to... Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch this one. I think because yeah. I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. So um, let's look at it in pieces then, because it's really like a montage of different characters and the different settings. This is all set up. Right. It literally is is. And like when you read the first chapter in the book. And you're introduced to all the different yeah, characters, but, but there's a lot. But you're not introduced to every single character in a book in one chapter, and that's what this has done. It's introducing every single character, every single time, every single... It's just, yeah, it's too much. And, and Okay, so um, we're introduced to Dan, Dan Lewis, who is not well off, and is, but is a very good person. He helps out at the tours in the museum, in Liverpool, and he helps with a uh, uh, food bank. He's basically just a nobody who gets forcibly taken by a dog alien, Cavanista. Yeah, I think of this. And we we find out later on that the reason that he was taken was because this race of dog people bond with every single human on the earth. So they're going individually to every single human on the earth and taking them individually off of the earth to save the earth from the flux. Is that stupid or what? Yeah. Okay. First off, what do they do? Do they monitor well, Earth and find? Okay, well, there's seven million people now. We got to make sure we have seven million. I mean, it just seems that that is kind of stupid. Concerned that at the end, the Doctor made the ships surround Earth to save Earth from the flux when they could have just done that instead of saving all the people and just letting the planet go to pot. Yeah. So, so you you protect the Earth. Yep. Then what? Flux goes by, and let's say they they save the Earth. They the ships now leave. And everyone on Earth dies within, what, days because the sun is gone? Because the sun has been killed by the flux? Mm. Well, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> maybe we'll find out in the next yeah. episode, or maybe that'll be a Moffat thing. Oh, don't ask questions. Mm. Don't ask those pesky questions. So what do we think of Dan? Seems all right. He seems all right. I mean, he's the, the character seems likable and, and sort of... A doof, you know, just kind of, but also kind of proud. Definitely got a thick Liverpool accent. Even <laughs> I was having a little trouble. I, I, yeah. And I, that I pretty much only when, watch British television. They had that. They they had a, like a the, the clip that they decided to to use for a preview during the week was the kids trick or treating, and they had subtitles underneath it when he was talking. And I think I got it from the BBC website. What and they, even they had subtitles on it, so people can understand what the heck he was saying. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. I thought that was like the funniest scene. I was like, "How old are you? <laughs> You're not in costume." Yeah, I mean that is a tough accent. Um, I don't know anything about the actor playing him. Don't know if that's. I'm assuming that's his real accent. 
it's hard to it's hard to uh, put on yeah. a Liverpool accent. I mean, I, I didn't have trouble understanding, except when he started speaking fast. Yeah, that's that's when I had trouble, too, was when he was talking fast and the music was loud. But I had trouble with everybody at that point. So um, I kind of like the scene with Yaz and the Doctor on, they were trapped in this, like, multi-level multi trap. There's no way anyone can get out of that the dog thing was saying, oh, by the way, this is going to happen and this is going to, there's no way you're going to get out of it. And, of course, they get out of it in this action-packed, little over-the-top action. Um, but, you know, the special effects, despite what we say about it, the special effects, for the most part... Have I didn't mind that the opening scene. Yeah. That it, was kind of cool. It was a good scene. I think it, it was fun. It was a bit of action. Um, you know, when, when we criticize things, we tend to criticize everything, but... That was that wasn't bad. That was okay, I guess. And then it kind of they were kind of like writing these things like which is when it broke off. And it was yeah. like they're like broomsticks. I thought that was kind of funny because it was a Halloween. Yeah. Episode. My other witches. Which is another thing that's kind of odd, and you can tell that they're gearing this more for an American audience because Halloween is definitely not as big a deal in the UK as it is here. When I lived there, nobody went trick or treating. Yeah. Nobody carved pumpkins. Nobody did anything. Mm -hmm. You had bonfire night. In November, which is like, you know, the next, it's like the, what is it, when's, when's Isn't it this weekend, right? Fifth. The weekend the, coming up. Yeah, I think it's the, what is it, remember, the remember fifth the 5th of November. Yeah, it's, yeah it's Guy Fox. Friday. It's Guy Fox yeah. night. And so that's what people do, and, but you don't, you don't trick or treat on Guy Fox night. So, it is becoming more popular, but it's definitely not as big a deal. Yeah. So you can tell they're, they're gearing it towards American audiences. Maybe because we're the only ones watching it. <laughs> the British have, like, given up on it. <laughs> Maybe. Since HBO Max is giving them all, and AMC Plus is giving them all that money. Whatever. So, um, the alien that's trapped in the in the thing, and trapped forever in this thing, and, and it's like, well, how do they trap them back in time when the technology didn't exist? But, okay, whatever. Uh, this this a couple of people come in and I like that this scene quite a bit because it was it added a little bit of tension. There was a level of tension, mm. um, and it, the the alien was pretty ruthless. It comes out and just silently dissolves both of the people, um, and it, it was pretty good design of a costume. And when it got transformed and with those crystals that came out, I thought that was effective. So it's I, creepy. Yeah. It was creepy. I mean, yeah. it was a little... <clears throat> yeah, I found that pretty tense, too. I thought uh, it was pretty well done. It wasn't... It wasn't like eye-rolling, oh, my God. You know, it was like, oh, my God. Apparently, so, he knows the doctor. Well, at the end, the, the scene was... I put a little, like, at the end, it says, trick-or-treat doctor, and I said, oh, jeez. How did it know that? How does anyone in the universe know what trick-or-treat is unless, you, you know... So right. it just kind of... It kind of brought me out of it a little Unless bit. Because it, it was linked with the doctor when he was escaping because she was saying it. So maybe he read it her mind that they were going to Well, home. maybe, but... It's the forcing of holidays, like when you have Christmas aliens come down or robot alien, uh, Santa Clauses and stuff. That stuff, <laughs> I just hate that stuff. Killer Christmas trees. Yeah, the Christmas trees. It's kind of the same thing with this, especially with the... I didn't pick up on the witch thing, but that was dumb, you know. Now that I think about it, it's like, oh yeah, that scene is pretty dumb in my opinion but um at least the Suntarans looked like 
Centaurans are not like little purple or bluish. Yeah, they were taller. Like they were more. Yeah, of they the look classic. Well, it's hard to tell. You can't. They look more of the classic design. Yeah, end. and they were they were a little more menacing. There was a little bit of comedy relief where they were like, "You you look really disgusting," you know, and um, you know, you can't have a monster, an alien, in Doctor Who without it making some kind of joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> the Weeping Angels haven't done that yet. Because they don't speak. Yeah. Luckily. But every other monster alien, they usually have like, you know, they they, they have to, they have to say something funny, otherwise, I don't know. (laughs) You're not going to, kids are going to like the Centaurans or whatever aliens because they're bad, they're mean. Once they start saying trick or treat or other things, then it it diffuses the the level of, of scariness of that creature. Um, but that's a minor nitpick. I thought the Centauran scene was pretty good for the most part. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I've really, I may have seen on, on a classic Doctor Who with Centaurans. I'm not 100% sure. But I've only ever seen them when they've been kind of funny. Yeah. You know? Um, and when that one little guy, I can't remember his name. St- Strax. Strax, yeah. Was sort of a sidekick when they were on Earth. With Madame Vastra and mm-hmm. the whole thing, um, so I don't find them. I kept waiting for them to be funnier. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I know they're not supposed to be funny. Yeah. So. Um, so by this point, we we've been to Liverpool, Liverpool in eighteen ninety. We've been um, all over the place already, and then we go to the Arctic Circle. And one of the those probe things is there. They destroy it. These this couple, and then later on, the the uh, crystal guy kills the the man and transforms the woman and who was sister. hiding as as in that body or whatever as a sister. And she's like, oh great, you know. And and then she shows up later on, um, you know. So that's another thing. And then we have the. Claire, oh, hi, Doctor, you know, and um, we already met, so obviously this is foreshadowing somewhere else we're going to see in this season, and I'm going the long way, which means that the Weeping Angels sent her back in time. Why is she not old? Like, would be really old if she was sent back to 1890. 1820. 1820? Yeah, Why was she sent back to 1820? No, that's when they weren't Victorians who were there doing the mining. It was 1820. Oh, I, I wrote down 1890. I thought I saw that on the screen, but um, okay. No, because when he, because at the begin, this is why it's so confusing. At the beginning, the Victorian, the Victorians, I keep calling them that, the guys were there mining, and it says Liverpool, 1820, and then when it goes to Dan doing his tour in the museum, it says 201 years later. Okay. Oh yeah, that would yeah. Okay, I wrote it down. So um, so there, there's Claire. Uh, the TARDIS is getting all messed up with multiple doors, so that's got to be mean something. Um, and the stuff oozing from the TARDIS. Yep. That's still happening. I don't know what that's about. Weeping Angel shows up because why not, you know, um, <laughs> you know, and, and deals with Claire. Uh, that was an okay scene. We've seen the Weeping Angels before. Those are usually, those scenes are pretty creepy, but by this point when I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah, you're going to look away, and that's what's going to happen. And yeah, that, I mean, 
I knew she was going to drop her keys. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, you just kind of know that these things are going to happen, and you know she's got to turn to close the door or some, you yeah. know, something. She ends up blinking. She, yeah, she did something to make herself get sent. Um, yeah, I just don't understand why all the all the bad guys have to be in this. Like, you know, in the previews there was an ood. Well, the Ood aren't really bad guys, but, um, was there a Dalek? There was a Cyberman. There was a Cyberman? Oh, I missed that. There probably that. will be a Dalek. Why not? <laughs> well, it's going to show up eventually. I thought the Flux was on the opposite side of the of the universe, but it got to Earth pretty quickly. Um, it sounded like the Doctor lured it to Earth on purpose, and they were like, why are you doing that? But, you know, we don't have that explanation yet, unless she decided, you know... The whole idea of the ships shielding the planet. Shielding it. I don't know how, what that, why that technology would work, but and and we already mentioned the observation satellite or whatever with that guy in it. And um, I thought the special effect of the of the flux is excellent with this with the planets getting eaten, you know, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And you can get down to a surface one time. We see some people trying to run away from it. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel like we're sounding really, really judgmental, but I know I'm just sort of trying to reserve judgment <laughs> on what yeah, the rest I mean, of it's going to be like. One, uh, first episode of six yeah, of one story. So. Yeah, but that shouldn't defend. Uh, I, I really think episodes, we've, we've reviewed Nevers and Umbrella Academy where, where the first episode... We sit there and say, well, we don't know what's going to happen, but we can sit there and say this episode was really good because the pacing was good. They 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 started bringing things in well, but this episode is just like boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so we can sit there and, and say, yeah, but it's six parts. It's like, okay, but how did the first episode go? Not everyone's going to sit through this. They're not going to sit through six episodes if they think it's the rest you know of it's going to be like this. Done with this, head on a streaming thing and release all six episodes at once, like they do mm-hmm. with other shows. That way, you can watch this one and then go right into the next one and see what happens. Because, like you said, there's so much going on. The casual fan is going to go, "What the hell?" and not tune in next week. It's just going to be the diehards that are going to tune well, in. We'll see. We'll, we'll take a look at the ratings next week and see how they are, and then follow that along. Um. I think there was a lot. One of the things is we haven't seen really good episodes from Chibnall recently. Once in a while, he comes up with an okay one, and, and there's a lot of issues. So we're going into this with low expectations. Um, yeah. And so we're try- I'm trying, while watching this, I'm trying to pick out things that I think I liked about it. But when you have this much being thrown at you, you don't have time to adjust. You're on an observation satellite, and you're getting adjusted to that character. He's on screen for 30 seconds, and he's yelling. There's something happening. The flux is happening. Then he's gone. Then we go over to the Arctic, and we're like, wait a minute. Aren't they supposed to be in the Arctic? How come there's no ice? And and then you, what about these characters? Okay, well, they're dead. Okay, well, now what? We go over here, and, and there's no chance to to process anything. Mm. And so... I can't sit there and say I, I the the Dan character wasn't necessarily he was okay. Yaz 
wasn't a standout in this. There was no, you know, and and the, how was the doctor? I liked her scene where she's like, let's synchronize watches. Oh, I'm not wearing a watch. And she's talking really fast and she runs off and Yaz is like talking to herself, kind of like fish, finishing the dialogue. Uh, I thought that was a good scene, but it happened so quickly and and was hard to understand and it just moved on to something else. Yeah, it, there was an awful lot of confusion that I don't think needed to be. I think some of it could have waited until the next episode. Yeah. You know, like do three, start three of the storylines and then start three more in the next one. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a director or a writer, so who knows, but... Yeah, um, and then what? Thirty trillion years Three away. Three trillion miles years away. Where the Satarans are, yeah. Um, Complimenting on how ugly they look. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're supposed to be clones. They're all supposed to look the same, basically. I know, and he's complaining about the guys. You know, it kind of. Um, and then that woman's in the house, and you know, like a, almost like a haunted house. Come in, <laughs> and she gets taken. Why we don't know yet. She wants to have. We're gonna have fun with you. Yeah, it sounds like she's gonna get tortured, but then we don't see her again. We just see the two of them together, sort of gazing at the what? Maybe they were looking at the flux happening. I don't know. I don't know what they were looking at. The two. Yeah. Crystal people. Mm. Well, the the two up in the Arctic, seem, when they saw the device, they said they were talking like they knew something. You know, we didn't get any warning or something. And but again, yeah, we don't know. We you know we would jump to something else, and that was the end of that. And yeah. Claire obviously is in on it. A lot of stuff, and you know, obviously this is all stuff um, that we're going to learn. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to reserve judgment a bit, but it was not great, you know. Yeah, and, and I always, I, I, you know, I might be the most negative of all these, the new show since day one, but I, I always, I think I, I want it to be good. That's mm -hmm. why I'm still watching. I'm not watching it because I want to see it fail and I'm watching this, this accident or whatever happening. I, I kind of wanted to see it succeed, and I think it would be really interesting if this season was better, if it was actually really good, because in contrast to what's happening with, with a new person coming in, Russell T. Davis, it's like, I would, I would almost be perpetually like, oh no, because if this was a really good season and I said, this is how it should be and this is the, you know, this is great, then I'd be like, oh no, now we have to go to Russell T. Davis and who knows what that's going to be and I don't like change and stop it, you know. And, <laughs> but so far this hasn't shown anything. I, I, there's nothing in this episode that's going to put someone that's on the fence of like, this show has been really bad. They're not going to look at this and say, oh wow, this is what we want, you know. There's just nothing there. It's a little bit more like Moffat and his Really it's fast. frenetic, yeah, yeah. And maybe some people like that. I mean, that. the diehards will tune in next week, but how much carryover of the casual fan who just happened to tune in, and then they see ten characters they have to try to remember and all these yeah. different plot lines, and 
They'll say, well, what the heck with this? I'll wait till it comes out on DVD and watch it all at once. See, if you have a really good show and it's super popular and everyone's watching it, like The Walking Dead, you can have horrible episodes. And most people don't even care. You can squeeze one in. You can say, hey, I'm, I'm going to have an episode of The Walking Dead because everyone's watching it. Not anymore, but when they were. You can, or Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones, they no, started to deteriorate no, yeah. toward the end. Yeah, they did. But... <laughs> But usually at the beginning of a popular show, when you're in a couple of seasons, you can sort of get away with a bad episode here or there. But when you're on, a, on the edge of bad ratings, and everyone's already on the negative side, and there's, you still have a few people. I, I have people on Facebook that are like, this is like the, the, they were like, this is the best day of the year because they're waiting for Doctor Who to come back. So they're all with their pom-poms and everything um, still on board with the show and, and love it as it is that's great that's it's great that you can be like that but it can't screw up and it's like you're on a day that a lot of people might be not watching it because they're out doing stuff maybe not as much in england but you know halloween parties or whatever they do in england so there are not many as many people watching it maybe we'll see mm -hmm. and then you have a story like this that we're having, we're writing stuff down, and we're like, wait a minute now, and the general public's going to be like, what? Like I, like I said, I totally forgot about those guys digging mm -hmm. in 1820. Yeah. Until mm -hmm. I saw them again, I was like, oh yeah. 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 And if it's well written, you're going to be at a situation where you're going to watch the second episode, and maybe this is what they're planning. And you're going to go, oh, yeah. That's what I'm hoping and for. Go back. That's what I'm hoping for. The members was like that, where you're watching it, and when they revealed um, some of the stuff about where that character came from, you're like, now it makes all sense. But that was not... At the, be at the first episode, you're like, okay, there's like two or three things that I don't understand what's going on. And as we went along, we, we learned about them. But you know what I think the difference is? The, the two or three things that were in um, pretty much every episode of The Nevers were not such huge parts of the storyline. Like, they wound up being yeah. huge parts, but you didn't feel that lack of knowledge as you were watching those episodes. In this, you're like, I don't know what's going on. I have no... I Like, I feel like I got dropped into the middle we know the flux of episode coming. four. This big cloud <laughs> yeah. is destroying planets in its wake. And, and, but that's it. But why? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, you know, what, what's with the dog people? And what's with the uh, the crystal people? You know, for some reason, dog people are coming to Earth to save every human from the destruction of Earth. That was al That's already dumb. That whole thing. I think, yeah, that whole stupid. premise is kind of... Um, the whole thing with the flux, we, we've had stuff like this before where the whole galaxy was in danger. You know, the crystal man wants to have a battle with the doctor because he knows about all the past battles so he's got the advantage yeah i forgot about that she didn't know who he was yeah uh who's behind the flux or any of these guys on uh, the centaurans that, that everyone just seems to be like focused on their little thing and the flux what's that have to do with anything mm -hmm. um so I'm yeah sure in time we'll know but yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's almost what you say about the only the only times I like watching episodes again is when I, I really enjoyed them, and this isn't an episode I enjoyed, but I, I feel like I'm gonna have to watch it again. I'm gonna have to watch it again before we come over here next Sunday. Because yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to go on my DVR. 
rewatch this whole episode before I come over and we watch the second part for the, before we do the podcast. So I know, so I can remember. Oh yeah, there's this guy in 1820. Oh yeah, there's Santarans. Oh yeah, the Weeping Angel and this Claire and all that. Mm. So if the next episode takes place in one location, one time with several characters, and forgets about the well, I think the Santarans. No, it's called the Santarans. Yeah. Okay. So forget about the Ood, which we you know all that stuff. Forget about the the. But whatever, forget about the dog people for now, forget about this, and concentrate on one element of what we've learned. Then the next story deals with another element or something. Maybe that'll be okay, but if, if it's going to be like this every single episode, where they bounce back and forth, now we're in 1820, now we're in the or we're um, in the, um, with that guy who left the, the outpost, now we're, you know... Maybe it'll all come together, but if it's like this through every single episode, it's going to be very hard. Moffat's episodes, the girl in the fireplace, didn't. there was things that didn't make any sense in that episode. That was one episode, but at the beginning, or you're watching it, you're like, why are these things attacking her? Why are they going after her? That didn't make any sense until the final scene. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, okay, brilliant. But before that, you're like... This writer sucks because it, it, there's no explanation for it. Yes, there is. And that's how Blink was like that, too. It's like, wait a minute now. Why? Ah, yes, that makes sense. So is that going to happen with this? I, I doubt it. I don't think I have any confidence that Chibnall's going to put this together. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. And we're so on the negative side that even if it does, we might be really critical of it and say, okay, Chibnall, you, you, you did okay. You got a C plus. I mean, we are pretty critical. Yeah. I don't want to be. I, I mean, well, I, 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 mean, I thought I at it first it started off okay. I thought it started off well, too, but mm -hmm. then it sort of... And then we started getting all these other characters, and you're just like... Yeah. And it seemed like the music and sound effects got louder and louder as the episode <laughs> went on, because yeah. I was like, what? Like, I'm squinting at the TV like that's going to make me hear better. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so, yeah. I may actually have to watch this with subtitles, and I never watch anything with subtitles. Mm. Unless it's in a completely different language. I'm trying to see if there's a lot of reaction on Twitter, but I don't. Oh, I saw a lot. Yeah, I'd be curious. I mean, um, you know, we're in a situation right now where we have this one lame duck year of um, Chibnall, and then, you know, I think people have more enthusiasm for the future. I'm I'm far more enthusiastic to see what Russell T. Davis is going to do with things. Because I, I, I know you don't like him, but I liked his era. I did, a lot. And I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm look, I, I, I like it every time there's a Chibnall episode. It, get that, it gets better and better. Yeah. Um, but some of my favorite episodes from this reboot... Uh, have been from the Mo the Moffat from the uh, Russell T Davis era. There's been some from the Moffat, nothing from this era. I had good episodes from Chibnall's era that I thought were yeah, that's pretty good, mm -hmm. but nothing in the top oh, yeah, ten no. or no. even twenty. I don't no. think. No, no. I mean, t most of my favorite episodes are in Tennant's era. Mm. You know, I yeah. just feel like those were the the best yeah. episodes. You know, to have like four or five in a row that were excellent. Mm -hmm. Or in my, you know... Uh, I mean, Vincent and the Doctor was fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. 
Yeah, this is Moffat had, in my opinion, Moffat maybe had one or two, maybe three a year that were that were really, really, really good. Girl who waited, I thought was fantastic, and Vincent the Doctor. But then when you go to Russell D. Davis, especially that third and fourth season with Donna, there was a ton of them in a mm -hmm. row. The, yep. the Family and Blood with with uh, oh, God, Martha yeah, was an excellent good. run of. Did it get, in my opinion, did it get bad toward the end? It most certainly did. But then when you look at uh, a good man goes to war and all that, yeah, well. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> any more words on this one? Mm -mm. No, I think we've pretty much covered it. Okay. Thanks for listening.